the armor of God. The armor of God is our full protection in God's work. And therefore it is fundamental that we all walk very carefully in every area of this protection as first priority. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18 speaks about it all. Starts verse 6. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. If we look back at the original Hebrew, you see that they made one thing, they left one word out. It actually said, finally my brethren, be strong in unity in the Lord and in the unity of the power of his might. Brings the verse to another level. It's talking about prayer. Prayer is what makes you strong in the Lord. Always first for everything we do with God. And for God. For the more we know God, the stronger we will be in the Lord and in the unity of the power of his might. Unity. Talk about unity. When we're praying and giving ourselves over to God, we begin to think like him. And therefore you move as one with him. And as we do exactly what God tells us to do, God confirms what he tells us to do with his signs and wonders following he, God, working in unity with us as we obey him. That is the ultimate. It is wonderful to serve God as one with him, in unity with him. That is what prayer is about. And then Ephesians 6 verse 14 says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, with your loins, gird about with truth. It is prayer 
that enables us to stand against the wiles of the devil. And truth is our first piece of armor. To know the truth of who Jesus is and what he has done for us. And to walk in this truth is fundamental, the foundations of life. The belt of Jesus' time kept the arbor in place. If the belt broke, the whole arbor fell off. It's the same with the spiritual realm. If your spiritual belt breaks through an untruth or a lie, your whole life falls to pieces. As one lie leads to another lie. One untruth leads to another untruth. And confusion breaks in. The truth is found out and is shouted from the rooftops and all your credibility is lost. So to walk in truth and only tell the truth, the truth will protect you and keep you free. And verse 14 goes on to say, And having the breastplate of righteousness, the breastplate protects your heart. If an arrow penetrates your heart, you are dead. It is the same spiritually. Sin removes your breastplate of righteousness and the wages of sin is death. James 5 verse 16 says, Confess your faults one to another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. For the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Or another translation says, Prayer that availeth much has great power in its effect. How much? Let's read on. And it goes on to say, And Elijah was a man subject to passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it did not rain on the earth for the space of three years and six months. Then he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain. And the earth brought forth her fruit. His prayer had that much effect. Yet he is a person like we are. But because he walked in righteousness, he had power even over nature through prayer. Jesus is the one who walked in perfect righteousness. He had power over nature. He could walk on water, calm the storm, and turn water into wine. This tells me that walking in righteousness gives us power to do the same. It is righteousness that makes us strong in Christ. It is righteousness that gives us victory. It is righteousness that enables us to walk in true freedom in Christ. When the devil tried to tempt Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus answered with the word of God and the devil left. The devil knew that Jesus was too strong, too righteous for him. Yet in Acts 19, 50 to 60 we read, 
And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was in was left upon them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. If a person has sin in him or her, they had better not cast out better spirits. Why? Because the devil has no regard for a sinner since he already has control over that sinner. The devil only remembers the names of those who walk in righteousness and these are the ones he fears and flees from because people who walk in righteousness are stronger than the devil. Now, how does a person become a sinner? A person becomes a sinner the moment when that temptation to do the wrong thing appears stronger than his ability to say no. And the moment that person yields to do what is wrong, because he wants to do what is wrong, he immediately becomes weaker than the devil. Now the devil can tempt him more easily. The next time, and the next, and that person becomes weaker and weaker in sin. That is how a person who steals once or twice becomes a regular thief, or a drunkard, an alcoholic, and so on. They don't want to be like that, but they have become too weak to say no, and their wages for their sin is death. But I do have some good news. The moment that person truly repents, And repentance in the pipe in the dictionary says radical turnaround. It is more than saying sorry and doing it again. It is not just feeling sorry and wish they hadn't done it or feel regret for. It's radical turnaround from that sin to say no to that sin and yes to God. No to the devil and yes to God, to this person. God will give the gift of righteousness and the grace to achieve it. This is the moment where the gift of righteousness is activated, where the person definitely, radically turns from sin to pursue righteousness, no how hard it is or how difficult it is. He's choosing to do what is right. And this person will become stronger and stronger in righteousness until he is stronger than the sin, stronger than the demons, stronger than the devil. That is a person who can then rise up in Jesus so that the Holy Spirit can work through that person powerfully because there's no sin to clog the channel. Someone like that can be even given power over nature like Elijah. I truly know and believe that we're about to enter a new season before the great return of Jesus 
where true Christians are going to rise up to this new level of power and authority and lead many back to God. Once one is wearing the armor of belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness, one can already witness for Jesus. For the next verse, verse 15 says, And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In order to witness for Jesus, you need to be well prepared for the Word of God. Read your Bible every day. Get to know the scriptures that will lead a person to salvation. An atheist, a Buddhist, a Hindu, etc. Ephesians 6.16 then says, And above all, take ye the shield of faith, with which you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You can fight off all the fiery darts at arm's length, but make sure your faith is in good condition with no holes in it, so the fiery darts of the devil can't get through. And to keep your faith in order means good time in prayer. For the stronger your prayer life is, the stronger your shield of faith will become. Ephesians 17 says, And take on the helmet of salvation. The helmet protects your head, your mind. The devil loves to attack through your mind with negative thoughts or bad thoughts. If any negative thought comes into your mind, kick it out in Jesus' name, just as you would kick a thief out of your house. Entertaining an evil thought by dwelling on that thought is like giving a thief a cup of tea. Who would do that? We all know that the thief will soon be in the other rooms. Likewise, Dwelling on a negative thought gives it legal right to be there. And very soon, that bad thought will travel down to your heart and out of your mouth, arms or legs. Whatever you say, whatever you do, wherever you go, in a negative way. The answer is to wear your helmet of salvation at all times. It will protect you and make you dwell on the positive things of Jesus. Know who you are in Jesus and the power and authority he gives you to walk in. Know that you are a son or daughter of the living God. Know that you are wearing his helmet of protection. And do not give that evil thought even a second thought Kick it out immediately and turn your thoughts on positive things because every negative thought the devil puts into your mind is a lie. Remember, the devil is a father of lies, but God cannot lie. So if a negative thought ever comes into your mind, bring your thoughts straight to the positive things of Jesus and that negative thing will flee. That is wearing the helmet of salvation. And verse 17 goes on to say, 
add the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. We all need training in the Word of God. We need to know which scriptures to use for each situation and how to bring another person to Christ. But it's even more than that. When you read the Bible, don't just read it to close the power back into the Bible and walk away empty-handed. That's like going to a bank to draw out money out for something and leaving it at the till and walking again out with empty pockets. Who would do that? When you read the Bible, read it slowly and receive what you read for yourself. Because the Word of God is written for you and for each one of us. Once you have received the Word for yourself into your heart, you can close the Bible and take the Word that you have received out with you and live it out in your life. Then, as you step out in faith of the Word that you have received, the Word becomes activated into reality. How I love to see the love of God activated into reality in my life. And you will love it too. And then verse 18 concludes with this. Praying always with all power and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication to all the saints. We start with prayer, we end with prayer. It's no use talking to man about God until you first talk to God about man, for he will prepare their hearts to receive you. He will bind down that which closes their ears through your prayer. He will give you the strategies to reach them, the words to say to them, the way to do it, and through this will cause your prayer to avail much. It is so important to put on the full armor of God. For when we do this, the devil cannot touch you. When we do this, we are rising up to a new level in God. Where we are open for the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us to make our work and lives for him effective wear the full armor of God the belt of truth the shield of righteousness the gospel of peace the shield of faith the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, put on daily in prayer, buckled up tight in prayer. Never take it off. 
sleeping it at night, walking it in the day, and you will be well protected by the armour of God. Now some of you may not have received Jesus as Lord and Saviour yet, and if you would like to receive Jesus now, say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me every sin I have ever done. I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness from this moment on. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Teach me how to live for you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you are sick, just lay your head quickly or your sickness or your pain. Just say this prayer. Lord Jesus, please place your spiritual hand on my hand that I might be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, start learning to pray. Pray every day. Speak to God as you speak to another person. That is prayer. It's speaking to God. And he will raise you up into deeper, deeper, or higher and higher levels in prayer with him. Buy yourself a Bible and read it daily. That will teach you all the truth and wisdom you need to get through this life. Join a Bible-believing church. Get baptized in water to confirm your decision to follow Christ and share with others what you have done. God bless you. And we will now hand back to our host.